Welcome to the MJV Ministries podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a moment to subscribe so you can stay updated with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Lord, come on, that's good for me. Come on, let's give it up for Jesus. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Glory to God. You may be seated. How many... How many of you first-time visitors, first-time people here tonight? Okay, we got some hands. Okay, praise God. Praise the Lord who, had a, who received something last night. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. It's okay. <laughs> praise the Lord. Whew, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Don't forget Saturday. Soul winning. Saturday, soul winning. I feel like we're going to do probably uh, 11 o'clock. Um, this way, those of you that work, you can sleep in a little bit if that's what you do on your day off. But uh, I'm going to teach a little bit, and then we're going to go out, hit the streets. It's not going to be long. Um, we're going to train people up. And uh, some of you, for the first time, you'll, you'll learn how to, to witness to somebody. I grew up in a denominational church. And um, I never knew about soul winning. I never knew um, how to share my faith. I never knew how to pray for somebody. I, I, I was shy coming from New York. I was shy and, and quiet. No, I'm just kidding. I was never shy. But I just never knew. It was awkward. It, it, was, it was like, how are these people going to feel when I share the faith? You know? But uh, we make it easy. We make it fun. And uh, anything you do for the Lord, trust me, it's worth it. Amen. So mark your calendars, please. Saturday, 11 o'clock. Um, we'll still discuss it. Make sure that's a good time with the pastors and everything. But that's what I feel. 11 o'clock, we'll go out. Uh, and we're going to hit it strong. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. It's a great privilege to be here. Amen. It's a really a great privilege. I, th I thank you. So many of you and your, your hospitality, your, your love, it, it, it's really refreshing because sometimes my wife and I, we traveled to churches and there's no one to even to greet us at the church and the pastor forgot that they had us and, and it's just, you know, there's so, so much love here. Amen. So much love here. And uh, my wife and I, we thank you and we thank your pastors for opening their door. It's, it's a privilege to minister, you know. Your pastors must have liked me and they saw something that they said, hey, come to our church. That's an honor. That's an honor, and I don't take that for granted. And I thank everyone for, for just, just being here. It's, it's, a, it's a Wednesday, glory to God. And, you know, hungry people come out on a Wednesday. Hungry people come out on a Tuesday. Hungry people come out on a Thursday. Hungry people come out on a Friday and a Saturday. And guess what? It's Sunday. Praise God. And you get to do it all over again. Hunger gets God's attention. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you for this service. I thank you for everyone here at the sound of my voice, those watching even online. Lord, I pray that you would do a new thing inside of them. I pray that you would speak to them loud and clear. Father, I pray that your presence would be so strong here tonight 
that it leaves a mark on people, that something is birthed inside of them. Father, I thank you for speaking to everyone here, touching everybody here. I thank you for the anointing. Holy Ghost, do what you do best. I pray that I, I would speak your word with accuracy in Jesus' name. And all God's people said amen. 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 I like to walk. And this is a huge church, y'all. This is great. You might see me up in the balcony. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to encourage everyone, bring somebody. Bring somebody. And if you bring the most people, I, some people are, are, are motivated people. So at the end of the week, whoever brings the most people, I'm going to give them something. It's going to be a surprise. But if you come up to me and say, hey, uh, Mike, I, Evangelist Mike, I, I brought 20 people. I'm going to keep track, and then I'm going to, I'm going to bless you with something. Amen? Amen? So well, why do you got to do that? Well, some people are motivated like that. You know? Not only will you get blessed from God, but you're going to get a physical blessing from me. Because you can't put a price on souls. You can't put a price on souls. You can't put a price on people. Everybody is someone to the Lord. And so I, I learned, you know, I can't take money with me. Might as well give it away. Amen? My wife and I, we have an evangelistic ministry, and, and we go out to areas, and we just, we, we bait it up, man. We got to go fishing. Have any, any, fisher, any fishermen or fisherwomen here today? You use bait, right? You use some sort of device. The Lord blessed my wife and I. We're living in a, in a beautiful home in, uh, in Delray uh, Beach, and we ha we're right on the lake. So every now and then I have time, and I'll, I'll throw a lure out there. And, I'm, I have a, you know, next thing you know, I start cranking away, and a bass comes up. I had to use something to catch that fish. I grew up in Long Island. And uh, we would go fishing a lot. And guess what? We would use, like, those little shiners, a little spearing. We would throw it out, drop, drop the anchor. Next thing you know, we caught a nice striped bass, a nice fluke. Glory to God. I had to use a bait. So we go out and we use bait. Because at the end of the day, like I said, you can't, take, you can't take things with you to heaven. The only thing you can take to heaven is souls, people. Fruit is what lasts. Amen. And so that's what we learned to do. And we've seen, we've seen a lot of fruit. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. And when you start doing what God's called you to do, and you start winning souls, everything in your life changes. Amen. Uh, in a little bit, they're going to queue up a video. Um, just I wanted to share. This is what we do. This is what our ministry does. We go and we preach the gospel. We, go to, we find people that normal churches don't want. The undesirables. And how many of you know, they, they, they have to be preached to, too. Amen? I don't care what they look like. I don't care if they smell. I don't care if they have, they're homeless. I, I don't care. I don't care. I care about their soul. Amen? And once, I'm telling you, I just feel this in my spirit, it's going to happen here. People here, the Lord is going to break your heart for what breaks his the Lord is going to break your heart for what breaks his. And you're going to see people differently. You know, my wife and I, we went to the gas station. And I'm just filling up with gas. And I, I'm, 
I see the gas attendant. And looks like he's had better days. And I just started, just started talking to him. I drive a ram, so it was empty, so I had time. Amen. 30-gallon tank. Praise God. And you just tell. You could just tell. The guy's having a rough day, man. You don't need a spiritual gift to know when someone's having a rough day. And so I just started talking to him, you know. Started finding something that I could connect with him. We started talking about politics. Amen. <laughs> he says, where are you from? He, started, he heard my accent. And it used to be stronger, New York accent. Anybody got some coffee here? Any water? Who wants a bagel? <laughs> what do I got to say? It used to be really, now my wife, she grew up, in, she was born and raised in Florida, so I adapted a little bit. Y'all. <laughs> Should hear my mother-in-law. She's got a really thick southern accent. Pastor Kathy Haishu. She's a character. Holy Ghost filled. And so um, we start talking. Next thing you know, hey, has, has anyone ever told you that God loves you? And he's got a plan for your life. This is not it. This is not it. You're just here temporarily at, working at the gas station, but God has a tremendous plan for your life. I asked him if he, if he was to pass away, if he was to leave this earth, where, where would you go? Would you go to heaven? Would you go to hell? He wasn't sure. Most people don't know. Most people think they know, but most people don't know what the scriptures say. And so we, we, we use a soul winning script, and I told him. So the Bible says we've all have fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Prayed over him, and I asked him, I said, would you like to receive this gift of salvation, eternal life? Know for sure where you would go. Just say this prayer with your heart and lips. And just like that, I, 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 he prayed the prayer, salvation. I led him through the prayer of salvation. Next thing you know, I said, wow, I feel, he's like, I feel weird. He's like, this is weird. He said, he said I got goosebumps. <laughs> Holy Ghost goosebumps. Who is, who is, what happened? That's the annoying thing. That's Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we do this all over. You know, God's called us to do revival meetings. He's called us to raise up soul winners. He called us to go up, go out to all the world and preach the gospel. So we're going to roll this, this clip. And this, is, this is, was one of our events we did in Texas. Uh, we have another big event coming up in Texas. Uh, we're believing to feed 1,000 people. We're partnering up with a ministry with Lester Summerall, uh, Feed the Hungry. And uh, we're purchasing all our food through that ministry. It's a great ministry. Anybody ever heard of Lester Summerall? Yeah. Amen. So uh, they're, they're, they're supplying all the food. And they're going to bring it down to uh, a friend of ours, this, this woman, uh, Shauna, with Street Disciples, anointed woman of God. People think women can't preach. They, they don't know what they're talking about because I know plenty of anointed women. And um, she opened up her facility where we could store the food. And let's play the clip. Warning from police today after the deaths of two North Texas teenagers. Fort Worth PD say they are finding more and more dangerous pills on the street. The city of Fort Worth has already seen more homicides so far this year compared to the same time last year. And just this past weekend, MedStar told me they responded to 14 shooting and stabbing calls. The DEA says this is a new kind of epidemic that affects all of us. 
celebrate Fort Worth at Echo Lake Park. This was our second outreach held in the state of Texas, just south of Fort Worth. We teamed up with Street Disciples, a local ministry, to hit the community and invite people out to hear the good news. The Lord touched us very much. My whole family, he healed my daughter. I believe in Jesus that he healed my daughter. She has a fractured spine or had a fractured spine and she is uh, no longer in pain. She's not wearing her brace no more and she's able to twist as of tonight with no pain. Do something you couldn't do without pain. Do you have pain? Who did that? Jesus did that. You believe that God healed you? Yes. It's her lower spine that's broke and yeah. slipped. And you couldn't move like the way you're moving now? You couldn't like bend and twist? And doctors say it's permanently fractured. Like yeah. there's no healing in it or nothing. Yeah. She would have to get rods and um, infusions. Not anymore. Not anymore. Amen. And just two days later, we received this message on social media. That's, that's her back in the cheer team. I was on my way to the liquor store. And we sent the sign. My wife told me and... I said, well, let's pull over, see what's, what they're giving away. And we pulled up. I guess God put it in, in our path. Because yeah. I was I would have been probably drinking right now. Wow. I have an alcohol problem. Like I said, I, I just got out of prison. We're trying to get our life back together. Yeah. Uh, we're homeless right now, but thank God that we still have people that yeah. help us out. Our daughter, when I was locked up, hurt her leg. She couldn't walk. She couldn't run. And I guess the power of Jesus. Yeah. Made her feel better. Do you have any pain in your leg anymore? No. No? Okay, praise God. Do you feel like you got delivered from alcohol? Like you feel like you know, you know alcohol is not a part of your... Oh, it's not in my mind right now. Amen. Amen. That's, that's, that's a good thing. Amen. Amen. You know, I probably would have been drinking right now, not, not worried about my kids. Amen, yeah. But I thank God that he brought us to this place. Amen. Yeah. We're, we're thankful for you for coming. Amen. Thank awesome. you. lady came on the first night and received total healing in her hand after a bad injury. She came back every night and answered the call to receive salvation. On the final night, she cooked tamales for our entire team to say thank you. On the final night, we had the most in attendance yet, and we were able to give away a hundred boxes of groceries. Every family was able to receive more than enough. by the power of God. 
we saw people filled with the Holy Spirit, healed in their body, and encounter God right there in Echo Lake Park. This four-night outreach concluded with a total of 141 people giving their heart to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, we're going to do the same thing here. Glory to God. Come on, we're going to do the same thing here. People need Jesus. And I see an army being raised up in this church for this hour. God is going to use you. God said God is going to use you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you have been sleeping, but guess what? The Holy Ghost is going to wake you up. Something's activating in your spirit. Some of you just watching that, you felt in your spirit, I, I could do that. I could be a part of that. I could team up with that. I can go out. I, I, could, I could hold a sign. I could donate. I could give. I could preach. I could share a testimony. Glory to God. It's not about me and my wife. Preaching is the easiest thing. It's the easiest thing. Getting behind a mic is the easiest thing. It's getting into the areas. It's getting in, doing the, the, the heavy work, doing lifting, organizing. And I see God lifting up men and women that thought it wouldn't be me, but I see God using you in a mighty way for the end time harvest to reach the lost glory to God. Come on, somebody. If, that, if you know that's you, make some noise in this house. If you know that's you, meet you, make some noise. Get excited. Hallelujah. The devil's not going to have your kids. They're not going to have your family. No. Glory to God. And we're going to do something about it. We're going to do something about it. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Corinthians that the devil is the God of this earth. The devil's in charge. That, that's, that may be news for some of you. But then the Bible says in the book of Matthew that he has given us, say he's given me power and authority. Today you're going to receive that power. Tonight you're going to receive that authority to speak up and do something about it. Hallelujah. Nothing happens on this earth unless we do something about it. Nothing happens. If you allow the, the if, you, if you don't speak up, guess what? People take advantage of you. No one's, no one's your best advocate except for you. Your pastor could tell you, hey, you got to do something about it. Your parents could tell you, you got to do something about it. Your wife could tell you, your husband could tell you. But unless you make up your mind and say enough is enough, yeah. I'm not putting up with it anymore. The devil had his run, but it's time for us to say it's time for me, time for me. To, take control. to take control. It's time for me, time for me. To, be to be the leader. It's time for me, time for me. to bring the gospel to Florida. Hallelujah. And tonight that's going to happen. Tonight you're going to leave here with a fresh impartation by the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Today, you're, tonight, say tonight, I'm leaving here changed. I'm leaving here mobilized to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Man, I feel it now. Man, I feel it now. Glory to God. The devil's not going to have the last say. Come on. It's, the devil's not going to have the final say. No, I'm going to have the final say. I'm going to open my mouth and speak up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I spoke on fa uh, faith last night. And guess what? Whatever you speak is what you're going to have. Whatever you speak is what you're going to have. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs 
You could put it up on the screen, 1821. Hallelujah. Tonight's going to be a really good night. We told Pastor last night, you know, they, they, the hospitality here is just outrageous. They wanted to take us out. They, they wanted, hey, you know, let's get something to eat. And I said, we're really not eating. We're, we're, we're fasting and praying for, for the church. We're fasting and praying for you. Anytime you want God to do something, you need to do something for God. God moves with doers. Praying is important, yes. But there's a point where you could pray and then you have to do something. You have to do something. You have to just do something. Glory to God. And God will work with you where you are. God will meet you where you are. This is so important for somebody. You don't need to get a stage. You don't need to rent a venue. No, you, you can go to the grocery store and pick up a case of water and go to the local park on a hot Saturday and just hand out water bottles and start telling people about Jesus. It doesn't take much. Say, it doesn't take much. And just like that, you could have an effect in an area. Just like that. But unless you move, nothing happens. You know, the Bible says God's given us free will. Imagine we were all the same. Imagine we were like robots. Man, that would be really boring. But thank God he created us different. All in his image. All with his spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. You don't know who you are yet. Some of you have been sleeping. But this week, tonight, you're going to wake up, glory to God. And you're going to say, wow, it's in me to do this. Wow, it's in me. Something's happening in my body. Something goes off in your wow, I could. Your light wakes up. The Holy Ghost shows you, wow, you can, you can do this with my help, glory to God. You're not alone. You're not alone. Anytime God tells you to, any idea that you get in your spirit, you get, you grasp in your spirit, man. Glory to God. You know, it's a God idea. It's possible. Oh, oh, is it possible? You don't need to wait for your pastor to do it. You just tell him, hey, pastor, I'm going to go invite people to church. Take up a whole pew. That's what my wife and I did. When we first got married, we, 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 were, we were in a church. And I knew God called me to minister. I knew God called me to preach. But I had, I had no doors open for me. I, 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 I had nothing. But that didn't stop me. It didn't stop my wife and I. We got together, uh, some, some people from the church. I told my pastor at the time, hey, I'm, is this all right if I invite people to church? What do you think he said? Oh, no, Mike, you can't do that. <laughs> what do you think he said? He said, oh, no, can't do that. No, he said, Really? You're going to do that? He said, what do I got to do? I said, nothing. I, I just want to let you know what I'm doing. And he said, great. Whew. Hope this, this is okay for somebody. I'm, I'm going to share something with you guys. Hallelujah. So I started at a local park, put out some chairs, play some music, 
bought, bought like a TV, some, some games, Pizza Hut. You know, it wasn't New York pizza, but it's okay. <laughs> Domino's, I think it was. Little Caesars, little Caesars. Yeah, it's just bait. It's all bait. It's all bait. We went around the neighborhood. We started flyering. I didn't even do a Facebook ad or I didn't do any of that. No, God, each and every one of you have something from God. It's up to you to use it. Glory to God. So we went around putting flyers up, telling people, and we prayed. I went to the park early in the morning, anointed it with oil, and I started thanking God. I started thanking God. Thank you for the harvest, Lord. Thank you for people. Thank you for people. I said, I prayed. I said, Lord, I dispatched my ministering angels to get to work and bring in people. That's what angels are used for, ministering spirits. Amen? If you don't use them, they're just, they're just chilling, man. I'll take yours. Glory to God. Next thing you know, nobody showed up. And I started praying harder. I said, Lord, you told me to do this. And I had maybe like five volunteers from our church, great people. I'm still, still friends today. And next thing you know, a car pulls up. Next thing you know, another car pulls up. Next thing you know, I see guys walking on their, uh, with a bicycle. They're, they're coming to the event. Next thing I know, there's people eating pizza. Kids are getting their, their face paint coloring on. I was like, glory to God, something's happening. Glory to God, something's happening. Next thing I know, we probably had 20, 20 30 people at the park. <laughs> glory to God. Jesus. Whew, man. I got to minister to them. We shared testimonies. Testimony, your testimony is powerful. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Your testimony is important. Someone needs to hear your testimony. It's relevant. It's for today. I don't care how old it was. It's powerful. It's a miracle from God. Hallelujah. I had people share their testimonies. And then at the end, I gave an altar call. At the end, I started praying for people. People started falling out in the power of God. Hallelujah. People accepted Jesus. People called on his name. Hallelujah. I wasn't waiting to get invited to a church. I wasn't waiting for a big event, a big venue. I wasn't waiting for someone to pick me up on TV or find me on. No, I started to do something. I started to do something. I started to, to use what God has given me. Hallelujah. I put it to work. I'm not letting the enemy take anybody else. I'm doing something about it because that day will come and the Lord's going to call us home and we're going to give account for everything we do, everything we say. And I want to have a list of souls. Glory to God. I want to have a list of souls. People I don't, I've, I've never even met. I heard you preach in the park. There were people that day. They didn't come to the event. They were sitting outside on their stoop, but they heard the gospel preached. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eternal fruit. Glory to God. I had a friend of mine. I lived in Pittsburgh with my wife for two years. My friend Don Schneider. If he's watching, I love, I love you, Don. Great man. Great, great man. 
I went to get my truck and oil change, and there was this young kid working behind the counter. And I felt the anointing so strong. And I said, Lord, why do I feel this way? And the Lord said, tell him your testimony. Anytime you feel the anointing, it's not just for you to feel good. It's for a reason. It's put on you for a reason. Hallelujah. Some of you want to know what the anointing feels like. You're going to feel the anointing. If you've been in this church, you have felt the anointing. You cannot feel the anointing when you come in this church. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You hang around this church long enough and you get familiar with the, the, the Holy Ghost. You get familiar. This is, this is the Holy Spirit. This is the Spirit of God. That's why it's important. Bring your kids at a young age. If they sit up there in the balcony, if they fall asleep, I don't care. Because they will feel this. They will know. I feel something. I felt this before. People call it a gut feeling. It's not the gut feeling. It's the leading of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. So I start telling this kid about Jesus. Started telling him how I grew up in New York, people I hung around with. I was up to no good. I was on my way to hell. I was living for the world. I, I, I turned my back on the Lord. Started telling him everything I've been going through. And how Jesus, I accepted Jesus, the real living Jesus Christ, into my heart. The undeniable power of God touched me. Glory to God. The fire of God came on me. It delivered me. It set me free from the love of this world, the love of lust. It set me free from the love of alcohol. How many people could testify? Hallelujah. That spirit of God is real. Holy Ghost is real. And if you ask him to touch you, if you ask him to set you free, he'll do it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I told him everything. And he just has a blank face. And I said, uh-oh. In the back, I heard a, a yell. I said, I think I offended somebody. Who is that? Yelling. That was, that was me. I, was, I, I wasn't yelling. I was passionate. Amen. <laughs> My wife learned about the Italians, how passionate they are. We never yell. We're just passionate. Amen? Amen? I was passionate. I'm passionate about Jesus. This guy comes in from the back. Where do you go to church? Oh, my God. I got scared. I said, I'll go to this, this church right here. He looked at me with, with eyes that he was about to wring my neck or something. He was really angry. And then the next words he says, I'm coming with you. <laughs> Glory to God. <sighs> he said, what time does church start? I told him. There was, there was like three services there. I said, I go to this service. That was Saturday. This church was the next day. That's why I needed my car ready. I couldn't leave my car. I needed it. Then for the oil change. He said, I'm going to come to church with you. Okay. So my wife and I, every, everywhere we go, we serve. That's, that's, I just can't sit at a pew. I need to be doing something. If you're not serving in this church, start serving Sunday. Find out what area needs help, and you start doing it. 
Find out where the need is. Because if you meet a need, guess what happens? God sees that. You're not doing it for the pastor. You're not doing it for anybody else. You're doing it unto the Lord. And that's, that's the best. That's, that's it. And be faithful with it. Treat it like it's your own. I told everyone last, last night, I was cleaning toilets. After I was cleaning toilets, in my local church, where I grew up, they put me in charge of children's ministry. And then that was my first ministry, children's ministry. Amen. So I give this guy the address. This is, this, this is all Holy Ghost. Say, this is all Holy Ghost. So Sunday, we wake up early, all dressed up, going to church. And uh, at the time, I drove a black Escalade. You know, I had New York license plates. You know, I, I didn't, didn't want to surrender them. I didn't want to switch to Pittsburgh. <laughs> something about New York. I, I'm believing God to do something great in New York. God's not done with New York. People turn their back on New York. But I believe God's going to do something mighty in New York. Amen. And so my wife, is, my wife is driving for whatever reason, and she's a great driver. Amen. She's a wonderful driver. And so uh, was, were you driving? No, I was. You were doing. Oh, she, I was driving. She was doing her makeup. Okay. This, this, is, this is now I remember. Okay. And so I'm, I'm driving, and I'm drinking. Whatever I'm doing, she's doing her makeup. She's got her mascara going on. I got to drive nice and slow because sometimes when she's doing the mascara, ladies, you know, watch out. Am I getting your eye? Am I poke your eye or something like that? Drive slow, honey. Drive slow. I'm doing my... Okay, yes, wife. Yes, wife. All the husbands, yes, wife. <laughs> and then I, I, I notice this car coming up behind me. I'm like, what's going on, man? It's too early for this. A foul devil trying to give road rage. And this guy's come behind me. He's coming next to me. He's coming behind me. coming next to me. I was like, what is going on? Whew. Glory to God. I won't let the devil steal my peace. And then this guy gets right next to me. He starts talking his horn. I was like, man, and my white one, what did you say? What did you say? You said something funny. <laughs> she said, it's too early. I said, it's too early for this road rage. And I look over, and the guy's waving. I was like, do you know him? Yeah. And then I finally made eye contact. And I said, that's my friend Dom. Honey, that's the guy from the mechanic. Glory to God. That, that's him. He's following us. So next thing I know, we get to church, and, and I park. They say, this is all Holy Ghost. When you determine that you're going to do things for God, God's going to make it enjoyable. Amen. There's never pressure with God. There's never pressure. You don't need to perform. You, you just be, he says to do something. Just be obedient to do it. Amen. It's simple. There's peace in it. Glory to God. So we get there, and I say, what, what's going on? Is everything all right? And he told me. He lost, he lost the address. But he knew my truck. And he knew where it was. So he said, I'm just going to start driving in that direction. Next thing you know, I go on the highway. And he's, he's following me. And he's like, I, I know you're going to church in the morning. Glory to God. And I followed you here. He said, he knew, I knew the New York license plate. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, I was like, wow. He said, for some reason, I couldn't find, he said, I, I don't know what happened. Then I found out he lives right up the block from me. Glory to God. That, that gentleman, you know, Pittsburgh has some interesting characters. You know, they dress differently. Amen. But 
He didn't know the Lord. He, he was like a raw Christian. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to say. He sat next to us during church. And, you know, I didn't tell him, you have to lift your hands to worship. I didn't tell him this is the communion part. I didn't tell him this is the offering part. No. There's no pressure. Say no pressure. You invite somebody and there's no pressure. You rely on the Holy Ghost. Say rely on the Holy Ghost. And he sat through the whole service. Glory to God. I'm telling you, something happened to him when after service I said, how did it go, Don? What did you think? He didn't say a word. He just looked at me like you're looking at me. I was like, what? What type of church is this? And I said, this is a full gospel, word of faith, Holy Ghost church. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, because you know what happens here. You know, holy rollers. Come on, how many of you know all oh, those born-again Christians, tongue-speaking? You know, there's some names that we got. We got some labels. Glory to God. Praise God. People know us. Sometimes they get us confused with Baptists. But then when they start hearing the praying in the spirit, glory, okay, this is not the Baptist. <laughs> glory to God. I said, I said, this is a Pentecostal church. Holy Ghost filled church. We're not ashamed of the gospel in this church. Hallelujah. And he says, I love it. I love it. Mike, this is the best. I feel so great. I gotta tell everybody about this church. I gotta tell. That's what happens, folks. That's what happens. You know, and he came in dressing funny. I didn't say anything. But in three, in not even three weeks, it was in two weeks, two Sundays, he started looking a little nicer. He, he, had, he had what you call a man bun at his age. You know, hey, I, I didn't knock it. But the Holy Ghost told him to color his hair, chop it off, clean it up. He started doing it. He started wearing nice slacks, a dress shirt. You know, not, no, one, no one tells you how to dress. I don't care how people look. I don't care what they have on. It's not my business. I just care about their soul. And two Sundays, the third Sunday, our church was having a water baptism uh, service. And he said, Mike, you think I can get water baptized? I said, yes, you can get water baptized. Glory to God. Hallelujah. His life totally transformed. Come on. His life totally transformed. All because somebody decided to share the good news, the gospel. Somebody wasn't going to deal with the status quo. Somebody wanted to stand up and say, no, Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. There's work that you have to do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And still from this day, he's in church. He owns a mechanic shop. He put a big John 3.16 over his mechanic shop with lights. You can't drive by Allegheny County without seeing the mechanic shop with the lights, with John 3.16. Glory. He gives out Bibles in his shop. Glory to God. He needed more help. I said, Dom, I said, you, you are the son of God. You, I said, you start praying that God will send you help in your mechanic shop. He said, Seriously? You know, sometimes, and this is, this is what happens, you get so comfortable, and, and, and you're not discipled, you're not taught, you're not in your word. You, I call people, you're just a baby Christian. You can't depend on somebody to pray for you all the time. You need to take authority and pray for yourself, glory to God. Now, you can have somebody come in agreement with you. That's different. Call your friend, hey, I'm going through something. This is, this is what the facts say, but I know the truth, glory to God. 
You see, the facts are different than the truth. The facts change. The truth will stay the same. Glory to God. The facts are changeable. Your financial uh, situation right now, that's changeable. That's, you might say the facts is I only have this much in the bank account. But that's not the truth. God could change that. The fact is right now maybe you're, you're, you're dealing with a sickness. Maybe something's on your body that's not supposed to be on your body. That could change. Because the truth is Jesus paid the price for your sickness on Calvary. Glory to God. By his stripes we were healed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's the truth. So I started, I started discipling him. Now his shop is, is he's, in, he's up in his age, but he's like, Mike, I'm not retiring. He's doing the work for the Lord. He, 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 he tells people every time I go to Pittsburgh, I always catch up with him. And you know how he introduces me? And I'm not trying to be prideful. I'm not trying to boast. You know, everywhere I go, he brought me, he showed me some really powerful people. He's, he's known in the community. He knows everybody. He knows judges. He knows lawyers. He's one of those guys that know everybody. And he starts introducing me to these prominent people, powerful people. He says, this is the man that introduced me to Jesus. See, as a soul winner, you get that title. A soul winner gets a title, that's the person that introduced me to Jesus. And his life has forever changed through the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, I said all that to say this. There's room here to grow. There's a work for you to do. Say, there's work for me to do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God's not done with you. I, I, I don't know who needs to hear that. God is not done with you yet. He has, he, he has work for you to do. Hallelujah. Where's my scripture? <laughs> you thought I forgot. This is it. I'm telling you, tonight's going to be a great night. Amen. Come on, who, who's believing tonight's going to be a great night? Tonight's going to be a night that I receive. Say, I'm going to receive something here tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Proverbs. Hallelujah. Pray in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're ashamed of God, God is ashamed of you. The Bible says, I am not ashamed of God. You can't be ashamed of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. If he's done something for you, don't you want to tell people? The Bible says, if you make you a friend of God, it is well for you. But if you make friends of this world, you made enemies of God. Think about that for a second. Because when, 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 I, when I was far from the Lord, I made friends with the world. I cared more about what the world thought about me. I, I, I went all in for the world. I partied. I, I, I hung out with powerful people. 
I turned my back on God. There was things that I did. There was things, people that I hung around, hung around with that I was ashamed of myself. How could I do this to the Lord? How could I hurt? How could I run away from the truth? People in the world just want to use you. People in the world just want to take advantage of you. When they're done with you, they throw you out on the curb. We'll find somebody else. Because I'm not ashamed. The Bible says, get, get this in your spirit, that you're not ashamed of the gospel. I can't be ashamed of God. And that's, that's what I had to get over when I started inviting people to church. I'm not ashamed of God. I'm not ashamed of my pastors. I'm not, my family is so weird, but I'm still not ashamed of them. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> I brought my wife over to meet my family for the first time, and I said, Lord, help. Because my family's wild. Amen. Sicilians, Italians, loud, passionate. Why are your family yelling all the time? Who's yelling? Who's yelling? She, was, she, she had to go find a quiet place. Honey, are you okay? Why are they yelling? Glory to God. Who's yelling? No one's yelling. We're passionate people. It's not a time to be quiet. It's the time to use your voice, to use your gifts for the glory of God. Amen. And I see God using you in a powerful way. I see the spirit of God coming on you. I see you being stretched by the spirit of God. I see great and mighty things, exploits that you will do. The Bible says those who know your God shall do exploits. During this week of revival, you will discover your God and all the exploits that you say me, me. I'm capable to do. Hallelujah. That's what this revival is about. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to encourage you tonight. I'm here to encourage you this week that God's not done with you. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Hallelujah. Proverbs 18, 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruits of it. Glory to God. You have so much power inside of you that you have the power to bring death or life. You have the power to speak out death or life. The Bible says the same spirit, say the same spirit, same spirit. that is in Christ Jesus dwells inside of me. Glory to God. Glory to God. The Bible says greater things I shall do. Greater things. Greater miracles I will do than what Jesus did. How is that possible? How is that possible? That's possible by the word. Out of a relationship with God. With the anointing of God. If he says death and life are in the power of my tongue, you need to understand that you have the power to create things. You have the power when you pray now, listen, you have the power when you pray to see the things of the Spirit manifest. You could create things out of your mouth. You don't like where you are? Then ask the Lord, Lord, remove this mountain. Remove this mountain. Remove this mountain. Because if you don't speak up, it's going to stay there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
But you have the power inside of you. The same spirit, when God created heaven and earth, it's that same power that God had, you have. You could create things. Young people, listen to me. You could create things out of your mouth. You could speak life over situations, things that were dead. You could bring back to life. Hallelujah. My friend Dom Schneider was probably one of the first people in Pittsburgh to get diagnosed with the coronavirus. And he was on his deathbed. And his ex-wife called me and said, Dom is very sick. He's not going to make it. His son reached out to me. My dad is not going to make it. The doctors have said that he's a 30 percenter. He's not, he's not going to make it. I said, no. I said, no. I called the hospital because they don't let anybody visit. I told the nurse, I said, I'm his pastor. Put the telephone on his belly. She said, for what? I said, I'm going to pray. I had to tell the nurse, his spirit's not dead. Dom is just sleeping right now. But his spirit isn't dead. I said, she said, who are you going to talk to? I said, I'm going to talk to his spirit. How long is it going to be? I said, as long as, it's, as long as I need it. I said, come and check up on me. She said, I've never heard. And she says, ladies, keep going on. I said, lady, put the phone on his belly. Whew. Glory to God. Some people. I, explain, I, I went over everything with this nurse. She had no idea. She had no idea. That's okay. I was cultivating patience. Amen? That's a good thing to cultivate. Is this true? Amen? I was cultivating patience. So she puts the phone on her spirit, and I just start praying in tongues. The Bible said when you pray in the spirit, you pray mysteries. You pray the perfect will of God. I don't know what I pray, but the Holy Ghost does. I started praying. 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 I, I, I then hung up. The next day I called. I started praying. I started praying. I started praying. Hung up. The next day I called. Praying and praying and praying the next day. Dom, come, come back in Jesus' name. I speak life over you right now in Jesus' name. I speak life to your lungs. I speak life to your organs. I speak life to your blood. I, you're the same spirit of God that raised Jesus, dwells in you. Dom, come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive in Jesus' name. Sometimes when, when the devil, see, what happens is you get spiritually angry. And you say enough is enough. I'm not going to put up with the devil's devices anymore. I know the power that God has given me. I, you know what? And then what happens is your, your mind kicks in. And you don't feel anointed. You don't feel anything. But we're, we're, we're not supposed to be moved by our feelings, Gloria. We're moved by the word. If it's written in the word, it's power. If it's written in the word once, it's power. If it's written in the word ten times, it's power. It's the same spirit. It's the same power. Glory to God. It doesn't need to be written 20 times to say, oh, that's more important. You see, and, and people, people say that. Well, if it's written more, it must be more important. No. The word is important, bottom line. 
you find a scripture that has to do with your life, then that's more important. Glory to God. Next thing you know, I get a phone call from his wife, and his eyes are open. He, he, He called me. He started crying. He said, Mike, I had no idea what you were doing. Some, the, my wife, my his ex-wife called me and told him everything that I was doing. He said he woke up out of this coma, and he just looked. He said it was a white room, and he said there was doctors all over him looking at him, and they were calling his name and said, do you know where you are? And they were asking him all sorts of questions, and they said, you should have been dead. You should have been dead. You should have been dead. But there was somebody speaking life over him. See, and then I got to say this, because you shouldn't be living for the Lord with, and this is not a bad thing, but there's Bible doctrines, and a lot of people have feeling-based doctrines. I'm not ran by my feeling-based doctrine. I'm ran by the Lord's doctrine. I'm not, I'm not looking well, I had a bad experience and it's never going to happen again. Something has to change. It's me. I have to change. If I pray for you and nothing happens, don't blame God. Blame me. I'll try harder. I'll fast even harder. Because I'm not moved on what I see. As a Christian, you shouldn't be moved on what you see. You should be moved by the word of God. The Bible says death and life are in the power of my tongue. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. And you're going to see this week things are going to change because your confession will change. Confession's important because how do you get saved? You have to confess Jesus is king. If it was important to do that, how much more is it important to live a life for the Lord? Does this make sense? Is anybody learning anything? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Speaking life over, your situ- over every situation, over every area in your life, your finances, your children, your mind. There's a lot of things going on in the world. It's going to change because I see a room full of believers that are going to confess the word of the Lord. I see a room full of believers that is going to use their faith. I I could speak life. I could change my situation. I could change my finances. I could change my position in life because the word of the Lord says I could speak life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And this is why the anointing is important. Because the anointing is the spirit of God. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah that the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. It sets people free. In order to be free, you had to be bound by something. Sin sin entered this earth. And people need freedom. You can't say I'm perfect because we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But something this week is going to change in your life because of the anointing, because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost, because of the power of God. Something's coming alive on some of you. Some of you, I could tell right now by the Spirit of God, you are catching something. People are thinking, well, could this change? Could this change in my life? 
If, I, if, I, if, if the word is true, could this possibly, could my situation change for me? I had my credit supernaturally changed. <laughs> I had my credit supernaturally, how, how did credit supernaturally change? All, the Bible says all things are possible if I believe. So if I believe that all things are possible, if I believe that the same spirit that, that rose Christ from the grave that dwells inside of me, the same power, the same authority I have as Jesus Christ, that means anything is changeable. Anything is changeable. Because that's the truth. And the anointing makes things changeable. The anointing through faith. Somebody says, how do you, how do you feel, how, do, how does the anointing come on you? When you're praying and ministering, how does the anointing come on you? It comes on by faith. I don't wake up feeling anointed. I don't wake up, oh, man, I feel anointed, glory to God. No, I need to tell myself. I need to tell myself what the word, what Jesus told me. I need to tell myself what this word says about me. I need to look at myself in the mirror and say, I'm anointed by God. I'm called. I have the mind of Christ. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm meant to be the head and not the tail. Glory to God. Come on, somebody. Come on. I, I'm, I'm meant to be in higher places. I'm not going down. I'm not getting defeated. My family shall be saved. Come on, somebody. That's how the anointing comes on. The word, the word of God brings the anointing on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Samuel chapter 16. When you get there, say amen. Who's receiving something tonight? Come on, who's, something's happening. And so you could tell. The anointing will bring healing onto you. The anointing will bring healing. The anointing will cause you to flourish. The anointing will cause you to be a regular person, to be a supernatural person. Pastor was talking about Facebook, how it's got so many problems. Guess what? The anointing will cause you to have an idea better than Facebook. Glory to God. The anointing will give you business ideas that will fund the end time harvest. The anointing will set you apart from regular people. The anointing will bring favor upon your life. When somebody doesn't want to sell you a property, when somebody wants to, to swindle you or, or get you down, their no's are going to be yes because of the anointing. The anointing will cause the enemy to flee. <sighs> Hear me. The anointing will cause the enemy to flee. Because you've discovered who you are in Christ Jesus. You've, you've got the word inside of you. Something in your spirit has gone off. I'm anointed. I'm not supposed to deal with this. Glory to God. Does the devil know who he's messing with? Glory to God. I'm the child of the most high God. Hallelujah. I don't deal with this. I tell my problems to go. I ask the Lord for directions. And the Lord gives me directions. And now I can move freely. The anointing will cause all things to change for your life. Young people, the anointing will cause you to go in the right direction and to marry the right person. Glory to God. You don't have to go around dating 20 people. You can find one person that the Lord will match you with. 
If you don't have a job, young person, you're not dating. If you don't have a job, you ain't dating. If you live in your parents' house, you ain't dating. You shouldn't be thinking about dating. I don't know. Who's that, that, would that help parents? Amen. You have to protect the anointing at all costs. At all costs. The anointing is God's spirit upon you to do supernatural things. If you're in the realm of business, the anointing will cause you to go beyond the average. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 16. Now understand what is about to happen here. This is what happens when God anoints you. This is a story of how somebody received an anointing from God. They were doing their own thing, being obedient, serving, living their best life. You don't need to ask God to anoint you. He'll anoint you just because you are his child. Glory to God. You're leaving here changed tonight. Man, I feel the spirit of God right now. Holy Ghost, thank you for your presence. Thank you for touching your people here tonight. Lord, I thank you that every person here at the sound of my voice, they're leaving here anointed. They're leaving here changed. Lord, they have came to this Wednesday night meeting. Father, I thank you. Every sign of trouble, every sign of, of trouble that is assigned to your life, the anointing removes it now in the name of Jesus. Every form of fear. Every form of fear, hear me, fear has a name and it has a knee and that knee must bow to the name of Jesus. Fear, come out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Fear has no place in the children of God's life. Fear will stop the anointing from coming on because you think, well, how am I going to have to act? Pastor said it the best. Sometimes you have to act a certain way, but it's time to get undignified. You can't, you can't put a, uh, you, there's, no, there's no dress code. You don't have to look a certain way. When the anointing comes on you, receive it. Don't be ashamed of the anointing. The anointing is for our benefit. Hallelujah. It's how we get things done. I'm telling you, this church is going to be looked at differently. And if people are causing issues for this church, those issues are going to be removed. Those issues are going to be removed. Things that, are, that God has designed for this church shall come to pass, shall come to pass. And every obstacle, every obstacle 
every mountain that's trying to prevent it. Listen, people think they're in power, they could do something. But you can't stop the Holy Ghost. God has his own agenda, and it will get done. And it's getting done because there's pastors here that have a heart to get it done. Hallelujah. Not every pastor have your, the pastor's heart. Pastors didn't tell me to say this. This is what I feel in my spirit so strong right now. The heart for people is priceless. It's, you have, if you have the heart for people, you have the heart of the Lord. You're after God. And people think, well, I, I could slow them down. You know, that this is a nice neighborhood, and there's only a certain amount of people that they want coming to this facility, this building, this church. But guess what? The Holy Ghost is going to blow that up. And whoever gets away in the way of it, it's going to be bad for them. The Bible says, don't touch thine anointed. Glory to God. You can't stop God's agenda. People in politics are trying to stop the agenda, but they can't. They, they can't. They can't. You can't stop. Glory to God. Because there's hungry people here. There's a spirit of God in here. And you can't stop what's coming up. Glory to God. You can't stop the move of God that's going to come. It's going to be explosive. It's going to be explosive. Glory to God. People are going to start receiving Christ. Miracles are going to start happening. Glory to God. Jesus. And I see the people that are going to do it. I see the people that aren't afraid. I see the people right now. In this church, God is going to raise you up. God is going to raise you up to do great and mighty exploits. You won't, I, you know, it's fear that will stop you from praying for somebody. Some of them, well, I'm not really afraid. Well, then have you witness to somebody? Because majority of Christians are afraid to witness because they care about the person's feelings that, oh, it's an inappropriate time to witness. Maybe they're at work. But you can't, you can't do that. Eternity is on the line here. And that anointing comes on you tonight to witness. That anointing comes on you. Glory to God. Some of you get ready. The Holy Ghost is going to touch you in a mighty way. You're going to feel the fire of God. You're gonna, your mind is going to be rewired. Glory to God. Because of the anointing. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 16. Now the Lord said to Samuel, you have mourned long enough for Saul. I have rejected him as king of Israel. So fill your flask of olive oil and go to Bethlehem. The olive oil represents the Holy Ghost. The olive oil represents the anointing. Understand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Find a man named Jesse who lives there, for I have selected one of his sons to be my king. But Samuel said, how can I do this? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. See, God will always give you instructions. Before the concern was even there, God had an answer. God had an answer, glory to God. There's always an answer from God. There's no excuses. You can do it. Say, I can do it. Say it like you mean, I could do it. I could win somebody to Jesus. 
I could fund the end time harvest. I could see miracles. Glory to God. If you don't do it, God will call somebody else to do it. And then you lose out. It's true. That's what happens. I honestly feel in my spirit, I wasn't the first one that was supposed to be here. There was maybe other people that were supposed to be here. But they didn't do something to get here. They didn't pray like I prayed. They didn't fast how I fast. I don't think I was God's first choice. But when God anoints you, you become usable. When God anoints you, it's not about you anymore. It's about eternity. It's about people. Hallelujah. God will never set you up to fail. You can't fail with Christ. You can't fail with the Lord. No, you're going to succeed. Sure, there will be challenges. Challenges are designed to build your faith. Challenges are scriptural, but it's unscriptural for you to be defeated. I see you achieving in in your life. I see you doing great things for the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, man. Hallelujah. Are we doing okay on time? Everyone happy here? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The Lord gave him instructions, take a heifer with you. The Lord replied, and say that you have come to make a sacrifice to the Lord. Verse 3, invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you which son. (laughs) I will show you which son to anoint. Now God didn't tell him what son. God didn't tell him. When God gives you a direction, all you have to do is go and do it. When you get there, he'll give you another direction. He'll never leave you hanging. It's better for us that we don't know the end result. It's better for us that we don't know. Because then your mind starts going haywire. God knows our minds. God knows our thought process. God says, go do this, and then I'll tell you what to do next. Some of you have to go back to the last thing God told you to do and do it. And when you do it, he'll give you another assignment. Faithful at the little, I'll make you ruler over much. Go back to the last thing God told you to do. And I'll say this, delayed obedience is disobedience. But you could, you could pick back up, say, sorry, Lord, I missed it. And God is just to forgive you, and you just catch up. God's not looking to hold anybody back. God's looking to accelerate people in this last time. And I'm telling you, just one act of obedience will change your life, will change your family's life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So Samuel did what the Lord instructed him when he arrived to Bethlehem to the elder of the town, uh, came trembling to meet him. What's wrong, he asked. Do you come in peace? Yes. You know the story. 
Samuel then goes to Jesse and he sees his sons. He looks at one of his sons and he said, this, this must be it. This must be the son. This must be the new king. Hallelujah. Surely this is the anointed one, he said. But the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things, glory to God, the things, the way that you see them. God's not looking at you. God's looking at your heart. God's not looking at your finances. He's not looking at your education. He's looking that your heart is set on him. Your heart is right. Your heart is motivated only by one thing, Jesus. That's what God looks at. That's the only thing that matters to God is your heart. I said yesterday, your heart needs to be open to receive. Your heart needs to be ready to receive. How do you receive the anointing? It's by your heart. You receive the anointing of God by your heart because your heart is set on Jesus. Hallelujah. He doesn't care if you have a stuttering problem, a speech impediment. He doesn't care what you look like, how old you are. He looks at your heart. He looks at what you want to do, what you will do. You say, Lord, here I am. Use me. What happens? Hallelujah. Well, Lord, I, I have to first finish this. I have to first do this. Then I'll go. No. You start doing what God's told you to do. And he will use you in a mighty way. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Then Jesse, hallelujah. Verse 8, then Jesse told his son to step forth. I'm going to skip down a little bit for the sake of time. Are we okay here? Yes. Hallelujah. This is okay for everyone. Are you receiving something here tonight? Yes. Hallelujah. That's, that's the most important thing. That's why I said I don't think I was, the first, I don't think I was God's first choice. Dropped out of community college. My brothers went to Ivy League schools, very well educated. Lord, why don't you use somebody like my brothers? Why are you using me? I cried out to God. Lord, I want to be different. I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to be the next Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. I don't want to be the next Smith, Smith, Smith Wigglesworth. I don't want to be the next Jesse Duplantis. I want to be Michael Vitalich. I want to be Michael Vitalich. There's only one Michael Vitalich. There's only one of, one of you. And God will anoint you here tonight for such a time like this. God will anoint you. Each and every one of you have a realm of influence. That influence is important. The anointing will give you boldness to reach that influence. You won't need to be ashamed I can't, I don't, this has got to be the Lord because I feel this in my heart so much. That's why people don't want to share the gospel. The Bible offends, bottom line. But do you love them enough to say, hey, man, if I don't tell you this, 
There's, there's heaven and hell on the line. If I don't share this gospel with you, there's eternity on the line. Glory to God. And the Lord will, will use you in such a way where, where the gifts of the Spirit will be activated on your life. You'll just know things just, just to know them. If I don't tell you this, if I don't, tell, if I don't warn you, don't you love people enough to warn them when something happens? When, when there's a cop on the road, hey, bro, watch out, there's a cop down the block. He's checking tags. Thanks for the heads up. My tags expired. Anyone happen? Yeah, happen to me. I love somebody. I don't want them to get a ticket. I love cops too. <laughs> but I don't want my family to pay a ticket. Glory to God. The same thing. Young people, there's people in your life that will cause you to go to hell. Don't follow them. Don't follow the temptations of flesh. Old people, there's people in your life that will cause you to go to hell. Don't follow them. Just because it looks good, just because, oh, it's no one's going to know, guess what? God will know. Don't do it. Don't do it. You could ask God for the anointing to break that off your life, and guess what? He will. He will. He will. There's so many wicked outlets the television, people say, oh, the television's been, no, it's not the television. It's the social media. It's the Snapchat. It's the Instagram. It's, the, it's, it's everything else. You know what they're teaching in schools today? It's okay for your children to pick whatever sex they want. That's an abomination. Who's going to do something about it? Who's going to speak the word? Who's, gonna grow, who's going to do something? Who's going to grow up and say, you know what? I'm, I see there's an issue, and I'm going to attack it by the anointing. Yeah. The same way David was anointed, you become anointed too. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God looks at your heart. The Holy Ghost searches your heart. And guess what? He's here to anoint you with fire. He's here to anoint you, to appoint you for such a time like this. I'm telling you right now, church, wake up because you're going to receive an anointing on your life. You're going to speak things out where you're going to say, it's not even in me, but I have to say something. Glory to God. And the Lord will be with you. Hallelujah. And the Lord will be with you. Hallelujah. You'll speak under the unction of the Holy Ghost. How do you know all that? Who told you about that plan? The Holy Ghost will reveal it to you. Glory to God. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah to call on his name and he'll show you things. He'll show you things fenced in, secret things, mysteries. Things that are going on in the, in the politician realm, he will reveal it to you. Things going on in the school realm, he will reveal it to you. Glory to God. You won't be caught off guard. You won't be caught off God, I promise. You keep yourself right. You keep yourself looking right. You keep yourself holy. You don't need to sin anymore. You don't need to make a practice of sin. Oh, this is, people, this is what they say. You know, we, we're not perfect and we all sin. We're a sinner saved by grace. I'm not a sinner. I once was a sinner, 
and the Holy Ghost showed himself to me. Glory to God. I don't need to know who needs to hear this. I once was a sinner, but the Holy Ghost revealed himself to me, and I don't make a practice of sin anymore. I am justified. I am a righteous. I'm in right standings with God. Glory to God. I can do all things. I am the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. 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 He keeps all sickness away from me. He keeps all diseases away from me. Why? Because I'm hungry and I'm thirsty. And the Bible says if you're hungry and if you're thirsty, you shall be filled. How many hungry and thirsty people do we have here tonight? How many people will say, Lord, touch me, anoint me with your fire, fill me, Lord, rearrange me, Lord. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being tired, but I know tonight I'm going to ask you to fill me. Tonight, I'm going to ask you to touch me. Tonight, you're going to do the miracle. And if that's you, let them hear you tonight. Say, Lord, that's me. Touch me, Lord. Touch me with your fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord looked at David's heart. He told him. He said, ah, the king is not in this room. Go and get him. There's one son outside. He was being obedient. He was doing what the Lord told him to do. Serving. Hallelujah. He was serving. He was serving. He was in the house. Hallelujah. He was in the house. Hallelujah. And it was by faith. Let me tell you somebody. It was by faith that anointing came on. That anointing came on you. Hallelujah. It was by faith that the Lord used you. You woke up and you said, Lord, use me. And it's by faith you're going to get it done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's in, it's in the unseen realm right now, but I see people pulling it down. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. And his presence is in this room right now. His presence. May you feel his presence even stronger now, wherever you are, in Jesus' name. Things that are not lined up properly in your body, may they be lined up right now, in Jesus' name. I command vertebrae to be strengthened and straight right now in the name of Jesus. Because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. The anointing is there to heal. The anointing is there to break the yoke of bondage. It sets you free from sickness. Glory to God. 
Rimo Cobra, Masa Daka, Rico Toco, Bika, Shoroma Basikati, Rika Sata, Shoroma Basakio, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. The strength. The strength. The strength. In Jesus' name. The fire of God. Roma Karia. Shoko Zoria. Rakatando Mandiando. Shirabakaza. Shoto Zobraki. In Jesus' Hallelujah. 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 There's a second wind coming on this church. There's a second wind. The Holy Ghost is blowing in this church. The Holy Ghost is blowing in this church. The Holy Ghost is blowing in this church. People are getting activated right now in Jesus' name. I command your body to line up in the name of Jesus. Be thy healed right now in Jesus' name. Hand of God is on you. Lift your hands. The anointing comes on you in a strong and powerful way. Get ready. Jesus. That's the anointing coming on you right now. The fire of God. Everything in your body that does not line up with God's word right now. Be healed. In Jesus' name. That's it. That's it. That's the anointing. Hallelujah. Lift your hands, church. Rako Madi, Shomdo Rabakatozo, Makata Zaribobo. You've cried out for God to touch you. You've cried out to God to touch you. Lord, could you use somebody like me? Lord, could you use somebody like me? Ribobo Koromakata, Masario Dozo, Mandakazati, Shoto Zoto, Ma Braki Dara Mandiodo, Mandarabasakata, Mondo. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Rama Kaza Ramando. As you do, the anointing comes on you. Take a step forward. Lift your hands. The fire of God comes on you right now. Clarity. Clarity in Jesus. I speak to your body. I command clarity and wisdom. That's it. Receive it. Fire of God. In Jesus' name. You have a bright future ahead of you. God clears out the clutter in Jesus' name. He's going to give you directions. And just say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Makotozo, Yatazata Brakidozo, Makatazari Mandia, Oko, Rikadia Ramando, Masati Katanda, Rambambando Soto. I command every deaf ear to be open now in Jesus' name. That ringing in the ear stops. That ringing in the ear stops right now. I command that deaf ear open for the glory of God in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be healed. Be made whole right now in the name of Jesus. The anointing comes on you and it breaks that yoke of bondage. It sets you free. Be set free. Right now, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Somebody came up to me last night as I was leaving, and they told me what they were going through. And they said, the Lord healed me. They had an issue, 
and the Lord completely set them free. That's what happens when you come into the anointing. The anointing fills you. It makes you better. It's God's presence. It's God's presence. And where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. There is freedom. There is freedom. Every spirit of addiction, I adjure you now. In the name of Jesus, I bind you, you spirit of addiction. Come out in Jesus' name. Rama cobra shokor yatasama bata zobra makiondo mashatia mandar labando soro. You can't, you can't enjoy the taste of sin. Because if you enjoy it long enough, it will destroy you. It's designed to destroy you. The Bible says sin will kill you. It will destroy you. For a season, it may be nice. But after that, it will eliminate you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Jesus. It's not too late. It's not too late, says the Lord. It's not too late. It's not too late. Some of you, somebody here is, is thinking, well, I'm t I can't. I can't be used by God. I've done the horrible, unthinkable. I don't know he, who needs to know this, but the Lord says it's not too late. It's not too late. He's a redeemer of time. He's a redeemer of time. He's a redeemer of time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Verse 11. I'm going to wrap this up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Lord has not chosen any of these. Then Samuel asked, Are these all your sons? There is still the youngest, Jesse replied. But he's out in the field watching the sheep and goats. Send for him at once, Samuel said. We will not sit down to eat until he arrives. There's a redeeming of time. The anointing will cause you to stand out. Where nothing will get done until you arrive. Nothing will get done until you arrive. Some of you in this room, you know exactly who you are. You knew from the moment you could think and speak, God has called you to be a minister of the gospel, to preach the word. You're here right now. You know you're supposed to preach the word. And the Lord would say to you, it's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. Hallelujah. There's a seat for you. There's a plan and a purpose you can't run from. Hallelujah. 
there's a need for you. Make yourself known. Let your pastor know. Thank you, Lord. Verse 12. So Jesse sent for him. He was dark and handsome with beautiful eyes. And the Lord said, this is the one. Anoint him. So David stood there amongst all his brothers. Understand how powerful that is. The Lord said, I'm about to show you off amongst your friends, amongst your enemies, amongst your families. When God anoints you, it's him showing off. Be humble. Be humble. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So David stood there amongst his brothers. Samuel took the flask of olive oil. He had brought and anointed David with oil, and the spirit of the Holy Ghost came upon him. Thank you, Lord. That anointing is going to come on you. Tonight, I want to pray for anybody that wants prayer. And you're going to be anointed tonight with the fire of God. The Holy Ghost is going to come on you. If you, if you have to go, you can go. But if you know you need something from God, then tonight's your night to receive something. Tonight's your night to receive something from the Holy Ghost. The things that you have to do, it's going to take the anointing. The anointing will give you the ability to focus. The anointing will give you the ability to clarify everything that you're assigned to do. And one chapter later, hallelujah, David became a, a giant slayer. When the anointing comes on you, you become a giant slayer. The anointing is there to strengthen you. I don't know who needs to hear this, but the anointing is there to strengthen you. You're going to see things in the world you don't like. You're going to see things in the world that you need to change. And that anointing comes on you. And you're going to say, enough, enough. Enough is enough. Just like what David did to Goliath. He said, enough is enough. You can't curse my God and get away with it. Enough is enough. And that anointing whoo, took out Goliath. One chapter later, that's how quick it is. One chapter later, the next day you wake up and God puts a vision inside of you. Enough is enough. I see my, my country saved. Enough is enough. I see my school saved. Enough is enough. I see my workplace saved. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you're willing, if you're obedient, if you say, Lord, here I am, use me. Lord, here I am, touch me. Lord, I don't care the adversity. I don't care what it looks like. It may get a little ugly. It may get a little late. But, Lord, I know your presence, and I need you in my life. I need you to stand up in my life and show me what to do. I need your boldness. I need your fire. I need your anointing. Hallelujah. If that's you, stand up on your feet. If that's you, Lord, here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Come and
come and touch me with your fire. Here I am. Come and fill me and change me. Here I am. Rearrange me. Lord, I don't care what I got to give up. I'm going to give it up. I don't care what I got to do. I'm going to do it because I know the end time is coming. I see it. I see it. The end time is here. It is here. People will try to call on the name of the Lord, but the Lord won't be here. Glory to God. But we still have daylight. We still have time. And God is going to use you. God is say God is going to use me. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to the MJV Ministries podcast. If you would like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and make a kingdom impact, consider becoming one of the thousand monthly partners we are believing for. To learn more, go to mjvministries.com partner.